0: Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan, and on this week's episode, I'm joined by Chagas Specialist Tim Hyde to discuss the Targeted Agricultural Modernisation Scheme, also known as TAMS. In January, the Department of Agriculture, Food and Marine announced it was extended. I first asked Tim, has the eligibility criteria changed and who is eligible to apply?
1: For TAMS, the eligibility criteria has not changed, Catherine. It's still open to all farmers and farms. Uh, they must have had a BPS submitted in the previous year or in the previous year of maybe applying this year. Uh, just to be aware that, you know, there is two schemes. There is a 60% scheme for young farmers and all other farmers are eligible for 40%. Uh, and, you know, for sixty, the 60, 60% young farmer scheme, you know they have to be, have be trained, uh, done an agricultural um, qualification, or they're doing it at the moment, and less than five years since they applied for the herd number. Um, but to get the sixty percent uh, for the young farmer scheme, they must be the only name on the herd number, or be a registered farm partnership. We have uh, low emissions as well, which is still eligible under TAMS, uh, and that is at forty and sixty percent as well. Uh, and the farmer can must apply under the young farmer scheme to get the sixty percent. Uh, And look, TAMS applications are normally submitted in a four month window every year and just a few things, Katzen, about the uh, eligibility criteria. Once you're approved for TAMS, it's very important that people follow the department specification for the works that they're doing. Uh, And it's a good idea to give those specifications to the builders to make sure it's done to the right specification. And last but not least, once they are approved, is to make sure that whatever payments they make for items that they're approved for, that comes out of their own bank account, the same bank account for the herd number, uh, and HP purchase or leasing is not permitted. So the eligibility in general hasn't changed, Catherine
0: and are there payment ceilings in relation to the 60% or 40% approval that you're after mentioning
1: yeah very good point katton yeah the, for most farmers out there who are not who don't fall into the young farmer category the scheme ceiling is 80000 so you can apply for items multiple items up to the 80000 ceiling now you can go over it if you want but you know that's all that you'll get at the 40% grant data on for your young or for non young farmers for younger farmers There's a 60% grant rate up to 80,000. And if those young farmers are in a partnership, the scheme ceiling goes to 160,000 and they can get 60% of the first 80,000 and 40% of the remaining 80,000. And of course, just to clarify that all partnerships can get a scheme ceiling up to 160,000, even if they're not young trained farmers in that partnership.
0: And if a farmer had applied and maxed out their investment ceiling, at the end of 2020 are they eligible to apply again in 2021
1: Unfortunately not Catherine it's still the same scheme ceiling for whether you applied pre the end of 2020 or after it. it's still 80,000 over that over the TAMS 2 scheme application uh, period which started um, several years ago and is running on we hopefully until the end of this year so if you've already applied for 80,000 uh, you're up to your scheme limit. Now you could possibly go into a registered farm partnership uh, and avail of the extra 80000 under the registered farm partnership.
0: Okay and for someone that has not gone through the process of applying for a grant aid before how does it work?
1: Okay well look the, the application process is complex enough and um, what I'd say is that I'd advise farmers to talk to their agricultural consultant or Chagas advisor and um, And as there are a limited number of applications that can be submitted or that are approved each tranche, it's also important as well that they they would have a look at, there's a ranking and scoring system there for every application that goes in. Uh, And about 20% of applications in each tranche don't get approved, they're rolled over to the next tranche. Uh, and it will be important that when farmers apply, they obviously apply through AgFood or their agent for, does it for them on their behalf. It's important that you try and make sure that you have a look at the marking sheet uh, and there are marks for different criteria within it, uh, age and size of holding, whether you're in an A&C area, etc. But it's important that you maximize the marks so that you your chances of being approved are a lot higher within each tranche. But again, they can apply through the ag food site themselves or through an agent can do it on their behalf.
0: Tim, what's the approximate timescale of each stage of the process from application to approval and then from the time the claim is submitted to payment?
1: It'll all depend whether you need planning or not, Catherine. And just to clarify, if you need planning, such items as uh, slatted sheds, uh, sheep sheds, uh, slat tanks, manure pits, uh, silage pits, all need planning permission. Uh, and they're just a they're a small selection of the items that do need planning permission. But you have to have full planning permission in place, which is the C3 from the local authority, before you can actually apply and hit the submit button. But once you have that done, uh, and as I said, it they fall into four-month tranches, and we're in the middle of a four-month tranche at the moment. Uh, and what if you apply towards the latter end of that tranche, well, then you have to wait. All the applications in that tranche are then, after that, deadline is finished then the department will look at all the applications that have come in they'll score them and rank them and then they'll start sending out approval letters which normally takes a place about two to three months after the tranche date is finished and once you get your approval letter well then you can start your building works or whatever works you have to do now if you have applied for mobile equipment once you send in an application you could possibly spend uh, put on a deposit or pay for that equipment in full, but you are still under the behest of the Department of Agriculture to get approval for that item.
0: And you mentioned there about the process for applying for planning permission. How do you go about applying for planning?
1: Well, Catherine, the first thing you would need to do is you need to have a thought in your head about what you're, where you're going to put the shed, what, you're, what size of a shed you need. Then you would engage with your charges advisor or consultant to see, well, look, what's the best shed I need? What's, where do I start? Um, with uh do I need storage or do I need loose housing or whatever uh, and then once you have a guideline of the drawings that you need go to a draft person or an engineer who will draw up the 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 doc, the designs of the shed for you to fit your own particular situation uh, and then you go through the planning process with the draftsperson. person but i would say it's very very important that before you submit the planning uh, the planning permission application to the local authority. That you would show the final set of drawings to your consultant to make sure that they comply with the department specifications, so that you know once you're once you get planning permission and you apply, it's kind of a seamless process. It meets all the requirements when it goes into the department and approvals, etc. But in normal situations, once you start looking to do a dra- uh, getting a drafts person involved, you're talking three to four months, maybe five months, due to COVID delays and local authorities to get planning permission. Uh, approved uh, and then you can submit your application
0: okay and you mentioned there that cattle handling equipment is also available under the scheme what kind of cattle handle equipment is available
1: there's there's quite a list of items available under TAMS for every for all items whether it be cattle handling or sheep handling units so I would say to a farmer that's listening is get a list of those off the department website um, but it covers such thing as handling uh, handling yards um single-sided or double-sided cattle crushes races, uh backing gates, heading head scoops, um, and on the sheep side there's mobile sheep equipment and there's also uh, mobile cattle equipment um handling units as well so get the full list and see which ones which interest you but from a cattle handling facility you know people can apply to put up a cattle handling unit with the cattle crush in it uh, and it's normally based on the size of the unit that you can go for the handle, the collecting yards or the handling yards, if you want to call them, is roughly you're allowed two metres squared per bovine animal you have on the farm. So some of them may be 30 suckler cows and followers they might have 60, 70 cattle on the farm at any, any stage during the year. And they can get two metres squared for every animal they have. So 70 by two, 140 square metres of a of a a holding yard is what they could apply for and then within that holding yard you put in the crush etc. Now just one thing to be careful Catherine is that the the cattle handling facilities normally don't need planning permission uh, where they are located uh, more than 10 meters from a public road or they're not within 100 meters of uh, dwelling houses and other buildings so it's important to make sure that when you are thinking about doing that if it's maybe on an out farm which they are ideally suited to um, is to ensure that you know you're you're meeting all the planning requirements, which means you don't need planning. And then you can submit your application once you have a, a drawing done up with your advisor.
0: And what are the most common items that you're seeing that cattle farmers are applying for?
1: Oh, it's very varied cattle, but I suppose the most common items are obviously animal housing, whether it be a slag shed or a loose house or calving boxes. Uh, obviously if there's a slag shed, there's slag tanks going with it as well. We have quite a lot of uh, high interest in, you mentioned cattle handling units already, um, sheep fencing, uh, low emission slurry equipment, uh, and one of, the most, uh, one of the smaller items that's, uh, that's granted as well is the replacement of slats on existing slag tanks. But those slat tanks that the slats are going on must meet a certain specification They can't be block walled uh, and they must have been built to a reasonable standard in the last number of years.
0: And with the B.S. scheme last year, there was an increased interest in the weighing of animals on farm and a significant number of farmers would have been renting scales to weigh their stock. If a farmer was to apply for a temps aided grant for a weighing scale, what does it cost?
1: Okay, so the first point I'll come to you there, Catherine, is that, you know, if you make an application, the proposed item, the proposed cost of the items you're applying for must be at least €2,000. The weighing scales that you're talking about is that now there are so many different types out there and specifications out of different weighing scales supplied out there, but the 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 department costing of which we 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 is the reference cost is what we to, what we have to use for making applications. The reference cost the department has is eleven 1, hundred and sixty four euro for a weighing scales, but again you know that's below the two thousand minimum application. So you might think about putting in for a backing gauge and a head scoop. Um, maybe, you know, there are items there, other safety items around the yard, such as, you know, uh, outside lights, outside buildings, rewiring sheds. So you look at the total, look at, look at, the, get the list of items that are eligible. If you're thinking of doing a weighing scales, you have to put a couple of more items with it uh, and make sure that your application is over €2,000. Euro.
0: That's great, Tim. You mentioned there the reference costs on eligible investments in Thames. How are they calculated?
1: the department have a a standard document which has all the reference costs for every item that's within uh, grant aidable within TAMS and and the department have picked those costs based on uh, a standard set of costs around let's say if it's weighing scales they take three or four different suppliers and say what the average cost is now in some instances the reference costs which were drawn up a couple of years ago and are still the ones we use today are a little bit lower than what's out there in the marketplace. But as a guide, they are the average costs of uh, what things are out there.
0: And you mentioned earlier that there was already 20 trenches of tams, and that the Minister has announced amendments to the scheme for the new trench. What did the new changes consist of?
1: Yeah, good question, Catherine. Uh, there are a few new things in there. Um, there are GPS fertiliser spreaders that have come in in the last couple of months for all farmers. And there's also two items there for calf feeding, uh, which is computerised calf feeders. And secondly, uh, milk carts with mixers are now granted under TAMS. One thing that has been dropped off the list is uh, low emission slurry spreading equipment for derogation farmers who applied for derogation in the years 2019, 2020 or 2021. They're no longer eligible for those.
0: And when does the next trench close, Tim?
1: Okay, the next tranche closes on the 16th of April. What we normally see is that there will be another tranche maybe three, four months after that. So if TAMS is going to be rolled over and there was money in the budget announced last autumn for it, so we hope and expect that it will be there after this tranche, which finishes on the 16th of April, and that there will be a couple of more rounds of tranches before between the 16th of April and the end of the year that farmers can avail of.
0: Tim, a wide variety of items available. Thanks very much for joining me on the show. Thanks, Catherine. That's all for this week's episode, and my thanks to Tim for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie, or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.